This episode of the HE Tips Cast is sponsored by the Nightlight Stories Podcast. This podcast features original stories for children of all ages. Check it out at nightlightstories.net. All right, I'm Tom Woodward with Henrico County Schools. You can uh, see my blog at bionicteaching.com, and you are listening to the AT Tips Cast. Welcome to the AT Tips Cast, exploring and investigating the implementation of assistive technology in public schools. I'm your host, Chris Bouguet. This is episode number 87, recorded on January 1st, 2012. Well, hello, everybody. Did you have a nice holiday? Around these parts, we celebrated Christmas, and my wife and I always challenge each other to give each other gifts that cost very little but mean a whole lot. For instance, one year, I got her an avocado peeler because, well, she loves avocados. Are you green with envy? Do you find that gift appealing? I know she did. This year, my ultra-thoughtful gift was the Muppets soundtrack. thrilled, and we've been singing Manamana for days. But what did she get me this year? Well, it's the same thing she made for all of you, an AT Tips cast episode for you to enjoy. Thanks, honey. Here's my wife to tell you all about how to implement AT Tips 247 through 251, which are all resources for finding free audio fiction for students of all ages. everyone. This is Chris's wife, Mal. I am hijacking his podcast for two reasons. The first reason is I recently did a webinar on using free audio fiction podcasts in the classroom for VISTI. That is the Virginia Society for Technology and Education. They had a really cool tech-savvy presentation area at their conference called the Digital Sandbox, where you would go, sit, log in, and watch a presentation given on the web. While I was putting my presentation together, I thought to myself, this would be a useful tool for the AT Tips cast. Which brings me to my second reason for hijacking Chris's podcast. It's Christmas, and so I thought, what better gift can I give him than the gift of time? With two little ones, two podcasts, a blog, jobs, home, well, you get the idea. So I hope you enjoy the presentation. Of course, if you have any questions at all, shoot me an email at nightlightstories at gmail.com. I'll also have Chris post the presentation over on the blog at www.attipscast.com. Now, if I can get through this whole thing without making a mistake, that would be a Christmas miracle. Crossing my fingers, here we go. The presentation I gave was using free audio fiction podcasts in the classroom. Well, let's start at the beginning. What is a podcast? Pod stands for portable on demand. And a podcast is a show that is put out on the web that you subscribe to on iTunes. There are thousands of choices on a variety of subjects. If you're a gardener, you can find a podcast on gardening. If you are a dog person, you can find plenty of podcasts on dogs. So type in whatever hobby you have or anything that you're interested in learning about. I am sure there's a podcast out there for you. So how can I use these audio podcasts in my classroom? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. I have some ideas. You can use them to identify characters, plot, setting, conflict, and resolution. You can search for examples of different literary terms like onomatopoeia or metaphor or simile. You can conduct an author study. You can listen for specific vocabulary from a story. 
You could draw characters, settings, or scenes from the story and share them with the author of the podcast. You can make a list of each character's characteristics while they listen. Sometimes it's easy to do that when you're listening and someone has inflection in their voice and changes their voice for different characters. You can pick up different characteristics that way too. The other thing you could do in your classroom is students can write and record their own stories. If you're going to start using these audio podcasts in your classroom, you really want to create a quiet listening station. Maybe you could have headphones. I know that some kids are bringing in their own personal earbuds even. It causes less distraction for the classroom if they have those headphones in, and it also helps the child listening to block out the background noise. So how do these audio stories help the students? Well, it improves auditory comprehension. It helps them practice note-taking skills. Give them a clipboard, have them bring up their notebook, clip it on, and start taking notes of the main ideas in the story. It allows them to get away for just a little bit, have their alone time, have their own time. Use their imagination. They have to sit there and listen and imagine what's happening. The kids can get exposure to new vocabulary. They can also hear examples of use of inflection while reading aloud. That way, when the students start reading, maybe they'll add their own inflection in. Students can move at their own pace. They can rewind if they need to. They can pause if they need to, which makes it easier for different level readers can listen to the same story. So there are a couple of audio podcasts I want to tell you about that you should not miss. The Sesame Street Podcast. It's a series of free portable video episodes that have the Sesame Street Muppets explaining the meaning of words such as fragile and empathy. So a lot of great vocabulary on this podcast. The Story Nori. She brings you an audio story each week. There are classic fairy tales, new children's stories, myths, adventures, romance. You can search for them on their site. Barefoot Books. It's a weekly podcast of classic children's stories, fairy tales, poems, and songs. For the upper levels, there's something called podiobooks.com. It's free audiobooks delivered as podcasts. You're able to search any title in their library. There's also LibriVox. L-I-B-R-I-V-O-X. They record chapters of books in the public domain, and then they release the audio files back onto the net. Their goal is to make all public domain books available as free audiobooks. There's loudlit.org, L-O-U-D-L-I-T.org. They have a collection of novels, poetry, historical, short stories, and children's literature. The novels are broken up into chapters, and all their stories are free for download. There's another podcast I want to share with you called Nightlight Stories. That's Chris and I's podcast that we produce together. And it's a podcast featuring original children's stories. The Compendium blog features weekly visual dictionary called Lighting the Way with Words. We choose a word each week, and then we put a picture with it describing that word. Then we put a sentence using the word with context clues around it. We invite everybody to send in their own pictures to help us visually define the word as well. It has classroom and family-friendly activities, vocabulary from each story, comprehension questions, and artwork from listeners. We really enjoy what we do on that site. So, if you have any questions at all, you can email me at nightlightstories at gmail.com. 
Our blog site is www.nightlightstories.net and you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash nightlight08. Oh, and we also have a Facebook page. So feel free to look up Nightlight Stories and join our Facebook page. Thanks for listening, everybody. And as Chris always says, may your interventions be inclusive and may your strategies be supportive. Thanks, Melissa, for sharing those strategies and resources for using free audio fiction in the classroom. If you use any of these strategies or know of any other free podcasts, websites, or other resources that share free audio fiction or for creating or maintaining a listening station in your classroom, we'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment on the blog at attipscast.com or drop me a line at attipscast at gmail.com. Also, my wife recently started a new blog with posts inspired by the exploits of our family. You can check it out at accordingtomags.blogspot.com. Also, I'd like to give a big thanks to Tom Woodward from Henrico County Public Schools. If you're listening to the AT Tips cast, there's a good chance you like resources that are free or you like implementing tools that are already commonly available in classrooms. One of Tom's presentations at the VISTI 2011 conference was on this very subject, where he shared all sorts of unique and clever implementation techniques for tools like Google Earth, Excel, Word, and other commonly found programs. If that sounds appealing to you, head on over to his site, bionicteaching.com, to learn more. You can also follow him on Twitter at twoodwar. That's about it for 2011, hello 2012, and since my wife already used the tagline, I'll just wrap up the year by saying, have a happy new year, everyone. (laughs) 